sitting on an idea and a dream and a goal and not doing anything and looking back and saying, the only reason I didn't do it is because I was scared. I was scared that I would fail. I was scared that I would actually succeed. I was scared that I'd lose money. I was scared what people would think. I was scared that I wouldn't fit in. That's a really awful reason to not do something. Welcome to the Equip Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Laconi, and I'm a business strategy coach, published author, and the woman you want in your corner as you navigate your business journey. If you're in a season of pivot, shifting, or just knowing that there's more that you're called to do and seek the clarity and strategy to guide you through this season, then you're in the right place, friend. My goal in this podcast is to teach you the life lessons and the strategies that I've personally learned over the past decade of being an entrepreneur. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of She Gets Me Entrepreneur Chat on topics guaranteed to boost your confidence, business growth, and income. If you're ready for tactical skills mixed with some sisterhood real talk about the world of entrepreneurship, then let's make it a date weekly and take this journey together, friend. Hi friends, today I'm talking about the four letter word that gets in the way of all of our dreams. No, it's probably not the bad word you're thinking of, but it is a pretty big word in our lives and that word is fear. Fear is the thing that I see holds people back so much from moving forward with what they're capable of doing, of what they feel like they're called to do. And it's a really, really complex emotion. It's a really complex feeling that unfortunately holds a lot of women back in business. But today what I wanna do is I wanna shed light and I wanna have a conversation about this word because I know that there is someone listening to this episode today who has an incredible idea who is stuck in a place in her business and is wanting to shift in some area, whether it's big or small, and is terrified. She is scared because of multiple reasons. Today, I want to really have a conversation about this word and what the impact is if you let it rule your life. Some fear is good and it's normal. I think fear actually saves our lives at times, but if we're talking about business, if we're talking about going after goals and dreams that have been placed on our heart for a reason, then it is not a great thing to let it rule your life, to let it get in the way of actually pursuing something that could potentially change the trajectory of your life. So let's have a conversation about it today. Fear is that feeling that just literally can stop us in our tracks. But what if we were to approach it with a little bit more compassion? So I want to dive into different shades of fear. Fear of failure is a really common one that we all, I think, have at some point in our life when it comes to business or in just general life. We want our businesses to succeed but we fear that failure will happen. And that's normal. 
remember that failure is a stepping stone to growth and wisdom. And so I feel like if you don't have an element of fear, then you're probably not dreaming big enough. We've all heard that before, but it's true. If you just play it safe, you're going to have less of a fearful emotion in things that you do because you're not pushing yourself out of the comfort zone. So first of all, let's just normalize that it is normal to have fear, especially of failing. Because if you have this idea and you really want to do it or you really want to make that pivot and that shift, but you're constantly thinking in your head, gosh, what if it doesn't work out? I mean, we've all been there. I've been there so many times. But I want you to reframe that and ask, but what if it does? What if it does? So that's the first one, fear of failure, of what if this doesn't work out? That's what goes through a lot of our minds and why we don't actually move forward. The opposite end of that is actually fear of succeeding, And it's a real thing. I actually worked with my very first client this year had that fear. What if this actually works out and this blows up? Am I ready for that? She felt actually very overwhelmed by the thought that this could actually happen. And I think that is something that we don't always talk about because we usually think about, well, what if it doesn't happen? But there's a lot of people who get really fearful of the identity shift that comes with actually something working out and it it turning big. Sometimes we fear that we're going to change. Sometimes we fear we're going to lose people. Sometimes we fear what that volume of money would do for us. Sometimes in her instance, she actually wants to leave a corporate job and really pursue what she's doing full time. And there's a fear of that pivot, that's a huge pivot. And I've been in that pivot before. It's why we connected so well in our coaching relationship because I've left a corporate career and it's terrifying. And there was constantly, actually, I never feared failing. I feared the scaling of it, of who I was going to become, of what that money was going to do for our family, of if I'm going to lose people because I'm going this direction here. And so it's very common to fear actually seeing the success because it means that we actually did it. And sometimes people can't wrap their their brains around that, but it's a real, real thing. Another fear that a lot of times we feel is the fear of financial risk. You know, financial worries, my God, it can be so paralyzing. But you've got to trust in your ability to make sound financial decisions when you consider starting something up. So let's say you have an idea that is going to cost a little bit of upfront money. It's a financial risk, of course. What if it doesn't work out and I'm in the negative and I lose all this money, right? It's a real fear. Another fear that I see often and I've felt myself is just the fear of uncertainty but also the fear of competition. It's really normal to feel apprehensive about a competitive market. Use that uncertainty, however, as an opportunity to innovate and stand out. I'll give you a real life example. 
when I decided that I wanted to start a coaching business this year, I was not blind to the fact that there are a lot of coaches out there. In fact, I feel like there have there's more than ever, right? I think that first of all, what you focus on, you find. It's just like when you're looking for a specific car, you never see it until you actually are trying to find it and then you see it everywhere on the road, right? It's the same thing with when you would decide to start a new business or a new offer. All of a sudden, I started to see coaches who do the same thing that I do everywhere on social media. And the fear was creeping up in the form of imposter syndrome because I thought, how am I going to fit into this? But the reframe there is not how are you going to fit in? How are you going to stand out? Being able to turn that fear into a really big sense of empowerment and uniqueness about who you are is what is going to attract people to you in your business. And so those are just some examples of why we fear things in business. And maybe you see yourself in in, in any of those. How do we actually approach this right? Because we've just acknowledged it. And you're probably thinking, great, yep, I see myself in all those things, but it's still there. I don't know how to navigate it. I don't know how to manage it. And that's why I'm not moving forward. That's why I don't really feel confident in taking that step. I hear this a lot, and it actually breaks my heart because I've witnessed a lot of women in my day and in my coaching practice that have incredible skills. They have incredible skills. They have incredible ideas. And they know that. They know that. But they're so scared. They talk themselves out of it all the time. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter how great of a coach you work with. You can't convince someone to do something that they've set their mind or their belief system that makes them believe that they can't do it or they shouldn't do it or it's not safe to do it. I want to give you some suggestions if you find yourself in this category. I want you to really practice self-compassion when you feel these feelings. Like I said in the beginning, it's incredibly normal. There is nothing that makes you strange, weird, not normal about feeling this because it means you're human and it actually means that you have a really great idea And it's outside of your comfort zone. And that's where you grow. But it's also where you choose whether you want to grow or not. So I want you to, first of all, just practice some self-compassion and tell yourself, I'm scared. This is why I'm scared. It's normal. I don't want to feel this way. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to change this belief system that I have. That's number one. Number two, I know that this is a really cliche thing to say because we hear it, we read it all the time, but I can't not say it. You have to connect with your why, meaning you've got to remember why you do what you do, why you want to do what you do. Maybe you're not even doing it yet. Maybe you have a business idea. Why is it that that came to you? Why is it that this is the thing that you can't stop thinking about? I want you to reconnect with your purpose and your passion. I want you to really sit down and I want you to get off social media. I want you to just in complete silence. 
let your mind wander and go back to why you really want to do this. Not why you're scared to do this, but why you want to do this. So if you are someone who is aspiring to be a coach, a life coach, let's just say, and really help people through navigating changes in their life, but you're scared to do it because what if it doesn't work out? You don't really have a lot of experience with clients, which of course you don't because you're just starting, okay? So it doesn't mean you're not qualified. You're just a beginner. That's all you are. I want you to go back and think, why did I ever decide that I wanted to be a life coach? Well, maybe it's because you really enjoy listening to people and pulling out of them what's possible. You light up, you find joy, and you know you're good at it because people have told you, you should really pursue this. You give me the best ideas. You pull things out of me and make me feel like I can do it. That's just an example. But I want you to go back. And if you really want to be a great student right now, journal it. Just write it down. Brain dump it out there. Remind yourself why. Another activity that I love having people do is writing 30 reasons why people deserve to work with you. What value do you give them? How could you serve them? That is a great exercise to remind you of your value, your worth, and how you can serve other people. So if you've fallen into this fear trap, do that exercise. It will remind you. And if you get only about 10, take a break, walk away and come back. I promise you, you can find 30 without asking anybody else. You got to dig deep though. You got to stop scrolling social media. You got to stop actually listening to podcasts. You got to stop listening to the music when you're walking outside. Walk outside in complete silence. You know that when we take showers, often we get the best ideas. Why is that? It's because we don't have our phones. We are completely device free and it allows room for us to actually think. Imagine that. No distractions. So see what that could do for you. Another great thing that I want you to start practicing if you're in this state of paralyzation and fear of getting started or actually following through with something is meditation and mindfulness. Kind of going off of what I just said with walking There is a great meditation app that I use called Superhuman. It's not free, but there's a lot of free meditation walks or meditation apps out there. But this one actually has walking meditations. And I love doing it because sometimes I don't want to walk in silence. I know that contradicts what I just said, but sometimes I'm just like, I need a head start, right? Um, And so whether you're moving when you're meditating, which is a thing, you have permission to do that. Okay, you do not have to just sit still with your legs crossed, with your arms, you know, and in, in, or your hands in the meditation position. Meditate however you want. You can meditate in the bath. You can meditate in the shower. You can meditate walking. You can meditate lying down. It doesn't matter as long as you commit to it. I know that some people... Or like, I can't turn off my thoughts. Well, of course you can't. 
because we're so used to being stimulated by social media or podcasts or music or what other people are telling us to do that when we actually want to get still, we resist it. But I promise you, if you can get still enough and practice it over and over again, your mind will quiet. But of course, it's not going to do that in the beginning. That's why so many people are like, meditation's not for me. I can't, I can't quiet my brain. Well, of course not. It takes practice, just like anything else. And it's okay if your brain is thinking of a lot of things. I think you have to have compassion with yourself during that as well, of just knowing like, okay, I acknowledge the fact that my brain is thinking of the laundry that I need to switch over or this task that I forgot to do or this call I need to make or this situation that I'm really stressed about. It's okay because we're human. But I will tell you that the more that you start to practice meditation or any form of mindfulness, which could be, you know, if you're not into meditation, prayer, I do both. I pray and I also meditate. You can do both. I also journal. You know, anything that you feel like you could stick with is going to help you because it not only gives you a space to feel those feelings, but it also gives you an area of clarity to see them for what they are and to really dissect them and figure out where they're coming from. And I think a lot of people just want to skip over it. Like they feel the fear, they want to like brush it under the rug, and then they don't do anything about it. And that's why you're not starting that next thing in your business. That's why you're not going to the next level, because you're not actually sitting with the emotion and accepting it for what it is. You're scared of the feeling. You're scared of feeling the fear. But like I said in the beginning, this is a really normal feeling, but you can't just accept it as, well, this is, I'm just going to be scared for the rest of my life, so I'm not meant to do this. When you can cultivate the self-compassion with yourself, when you can connect back to your why and really get still enough to know where is this coming from, you have a better foundation for moving forward and, and actually working through that fear of understanding where it's coming from and how I want to move forward. So when we're in that place of like, okay, I acknowledge it. I know it's normal. I've sat with it. This is where it's coming from. What do you do next? Well, one of the biggest things is seeking support, whether that is a mentor, a therapist, a coach, a trusted friend, actually being able to talk about your fears with someone else who gets it is powerful because not only do you feel seen and validated, but it can actually help you move through that emotion to where you actually take action. Now, sometimes this is a quick process and sometimes this is a longer process, but when you bottle it up and you just take it for what it is, then most of the time people don't get to this stage or they get to this stage, but they got to the stage too early because they actually didn't do any work to figure out where it's coming from. Do you see what I'm saying? So seeking support is going to be huge for you. Talking to someone about it. That's what is powerful about therapists, coaches, strategists, is that usually if you're connecting with them, they've been in that seat before. They have expertise in that. 
visualizing success is another great thing to do. Visualization, and you can do this in meditating. You can do this in in prayer. But imagining your business thriving, imagining the best case scenario. Because it's real easy to imagine the opposite, which keeps us back in that stuck stage, back in that area of fear. But what if you could imagine and visualize yourself as your highest self and as your business thriving? What would it look like? Would that boost your confidence? And then the last thing is really embracing your vulnerability. Being open about the fact that you have this idea, you want to pivot in this direction, but you're scared. Vulnerability will build authentic connections and invites from those who really genuinely care. When I tie all this up in a bow, I just really want to drive home how important it is to trust your inner wisdom and your intuition. They are really your guide on this entrepreneurial journey or in this business journey that you're in. So listening to your gut, your intuition knows what's best for you. Trust your instincts when you're making decisions. It was placed on your heart for a reason. Why was it placed on your heart? Do not dismiss it just because you're feeling a really strong emotion. Integrate self-care. You need to prioritize self-care practices that nurture your heart and soul. When you care for yourself, you're better equipped to handle the fear. So what are you doing to put yourself in a place where you're equipped when these emotions, because they're always going to come up. It's not like you just heal from, from fear and then you never feel it again. This year alone, I've started a business. I started this podcast in March. I've done a couple of master classes and I have been published as an author twice. That doesn't mean the fear is gone. By the way, I had fear before every single one of those things. But the difference is, is that I feel so strongly that starting a coaching business was placed on my heart for a reason. First of all, I sat on that for way longer than I needed to. Okay, so let me be permission for you to not sit on it for years and years. I've talked about my pivot story on here before. It took years but that's my story. And sometimes it's supposed to take years. Starting a podcast was placed on my heart last fall, but I didn't actually do anything to it until four or five months later. Writing a chapter in a book is something that I've wanted to do for over five years. Actually, I wanted to write a book, but the opportunity came up and I was able to write a chapter of a book this year. Just saying that, I feel confidence, but I'm going to tell you, there is an element of fear every single time I actually talk about those things because it was scary to do all of it. Putting yourself out there is freaking terrifying, but you know what's worse? Sitting on an idea and a dream and a goal and not doing anything and looking back and saying, the only reason I didn't do it is because I was scared. I was scared that I would fail. I was scared that I would actually succeed. I was scared that I'd lose money. I was scared what people would think. I was scared that I wouldn't fit in. That's a really awful reason to not do something. I really want you to embrace fear with an open heart as a courageous act. Because when you can look at this 
as a courageous act that is going to put you in a state of confidence and success. You not only empower yourself, but you inspire other people on their journeys. I've had people say to me, Elizabeth, you just do anything that you think of wanting to do. And I say to them, I do. I do. Because I know that these ideas and dreams were placed on my heart for a reason. Now, sometimes they happen really fast and sometimes they take months like I've just shared with you. But I refuse to get to the end of my life and say, I didn't do it because I was scared. I didn't do it. I refuse that. And I refuse that for you. And I want my experience, my bold acts to be permission for you to go out there and embrace the fear and go after what it is that you know you are called to do. I know it's scary, friend. I know it's scary. But it's worth it. It's worth it. As you embrace fear with an open heart, you're writing such a powerful chapter in your entrepreneurial story. So until our next conversation, I want you to keep dreaming. I want you to keep believing. And I want you to keep nurturing your beautiful business journey. Hey friend, I hope today's episode equipped you with what you need to feel inspired to take action or even change. And if so, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a review and then share this on social media with a friend or a colleague who could benefit. So much of what I share, if not all of what I share, is exactly what I've walked through. So I relate to you more than you realize. And hey, if you're craving more and are ready to connect beyond this podcast, I'd love to encourage you to connect with me on Instagram. That's at Elizabeth Lacoke. 